Welcome to the Estate Agents Podcast and we're on Kickstart 2019 and we're on day 17. Um, good morning to my usual partners in crime, Stephen and Andy. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning, morning. Good morning. So, uh, tip number 17, role play. <laughs> Why are you Stephen? laughing? That was a pensive yeah. pause there, wasn't it, between all Let's... three gentlemen? We discussed role play. <laughs> yeah, there, there was. Now, Stephen, you can calm down. Don't get too excited. So, Stephen, <laughs> role play. What, what, what do we mean by role play as, as being a top tip within uh, Kickstart 2019? Okay, so a couple of um, um, podcasts ago, we talked about training and the importance of training and what your training plan was. Um, role play to me is going through um, certain situations that your team may have to overcome um, so maybe about um, how to handle a fee inquiry and again really interesting question and I'll throw this back to you and then we can discuss it but one of the things that I find agents um, have a challenge answering is when a fee inquiry comes in so um, somebody's phoning up they're looking to sell their property they just want to get an idea as how much an agent charge um and i'm sure i've said in in other episodes um where i've missed you shop agents and i usually get an answer of i don't know um our fee is our standard fee is our normal fee is we tailor our fee to you we won't be beaten on fee um i'll hold on a second i've got to go and ask um, my manager and put me on hold um and then they may get, tell me their fee they may not but what's even scarier is they just don't take my name and number and then put the phone down after so again we talk about loads of opportunities in our business um so to me role play is right well how do we answer that question so you know luke you know this is the situation um how would you answer it andy how would you answer it and you go around your team and you practice on your team rather than practice on your vendor or your landlord or your purchaser or your tenant so you know that's one situation um what about um actually asking for um you know an offer um what about role play on giving good vendor guidance what about having conversations on price realignments or price adjustments because um, these are all um challenging conversations for people or people find it hard and they don't know what to say and i think by getting everybody together um in a room um and then discussing it and saying actually yeah that's andy god that was fantastic what you said so next time that situation arises i know exactly what to say or look god wow you know i hadn't even considered that or hadn't even thought of that yeah that's a that's a great idea um, one of my favorites Stephen, and i picked this up from um million dollar agent and a, and a tom panos script when an offer comes in thank you mr purchaser that price point's already been tested and in the likely event that the offer's declined, what will your counter offer be? I just think that's amazing. And it's something that we've implemented in my office and you'd be amazed at the percentage of people that come back and release to you what their counter offer is going to be. And that, that serves two purposes. One, you've already aligned their expectation that the offer's unlikely to be accepted. 
and two, you've just extracted a better price for your vendor. So thank you, Tom Payanos. That's a great tip. Absolutely. Um, so I think there's there's a great deal of value where you are getting everyone together because it is about that consistent um, response so that it's then standard across your office, uh, across your company, so that regardless of what branch they walk into, that customer is going to be getting the same experience. But also for, for your colleagues, it, it's quite a – sometimes you – they feel like they're being put into an awkward position because they don't know how to handle it. Um, so they they kind of go, go all red and they're on the spot and they think, oh, I'll just say the first thing that comes into my head. Um, so I think it's very important, like you say, Stephen, practice on each other rather than the customer. Um, but also look at um, how do they handle, okay, I've had X, Y, Z out, you, you're more expensive. Will, will you do it for the same or do it do it for less? How would you handle that that kind of inquiry? Because I'm sure, Andy, you must come across it with, with you going out, uh, putting properties on the market, valuing properties. Quite often they're saying, look, Andy, you, you're the most expensive, but uh, X, Y, Z are doing it for half a percent. Will, will, will you match them? And it's how, how does someone respond to that? Do you know your numbers? Um, do you have the supportive evidence to to hold to stand your ground that you are providing the best value and you're getting that best best price for the vendor so they're going to walk away with more money than if they went with the competitor so Andy I'm sure you come across that all the time and and I'm sure you've conditioned your team and your office to to answer it in a consistent way yeah I mean for me um, you know from the very initial inquiry when 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 Event, potential vendor phones in with a fee inquiry first thing is obviously take name and telephone number I think that's absolutely critical as Stephen alluded to earlier um, and uh, I, I would throw it throw, throw it back at them you know are you looking for the cheapest agent or the best price because the two are not aligned sir um, so that's that's our you know that would be our standard answer within the branch um, in terms of uh, valuation feedback Andy I would you know really want to use your firm but your two percent and Budget and Scarpa down the road will do it for one percent. Um, there's a number of ways that you can answer that. I mean, uh, depending on the audience, and I think we're we're going to do a podcast about disc and the, the disc analysis uh, uh, in a few days' time. But you need to read your client, and you've already met this client, so you should have a good understanding of um, them um, and their genetic makeup, if you like, how they're likely to respond. So um, you know, to a red, to uh, to a high D, to a to, to a driven person, it would um, that's asking you to drop your fee. It would simply be, uh, what element of my service do you want me to sacrifice to reduce the fee? And it would be as blunt as that. To somebody that's a little bit more analytical, it would be um, very evidential. Look, I've demonstrated to you. I can email you the spreadsheet since January 2016. My office has achieved 99.5% of original asking price. My nearest competitor is 97%. There's a clear 2.5% difference. You know, even if my competitors charged you nothing, you'd still end up with more money in your pocket selling with myself. So, yes, you're right. We standardize the answers according to um, you know, who we've got in front of us. Um, but there's just a couple of nuggets to help our listeners. Can I, let, let, can I just answer, just say one thing? Let me ask you both a question. Um, can I, ask I love the unscripted one, Stephen. Thanks okay. for this. You're welcome. <laughs> no, it's an easy, it's an easy one. Um, so can I ask what's more important to you? More money in your pocket or a cheap fee? 
Absolutely. Another great answer, you know, for, yeah. for, for a red, for a high D, you know, you've got somebody in front of you like that. That's, you know, just, I want, I want, I want, I want the information. I want it now. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's more important, more money in your pocket or a cheap no, fee. Definitely. Boom. No, definitely. And I think this links in very nicely to what uh, day 18 is going to be of our top tips for 2019. When we talk about your month in numbers to help have these conversations to stamp yourself as being that authority in the marketplace and being the Google of your marketplace, doesn't it? It does. It does. And can I just make one final point? Um, people will say, well, hold on, you know, what, what should we role play? So I'm sure every single person in your office comes up with some form of objection from whether it's a vendor or a landlord, a purchaser or tenant get them to write it down um, and wherever it is and then every month or every week or however frequently you're going to do it, you've then got a list of topics that you can discuss, role play, get better. Um, so it's going to make a big difference. Give your team a lot, lot more confidence and go from there. 100% agree. I've got a um, young lady that just started with me, Becky. Um, she's really on, on fire at the moment and um, it's encouraging to see. She's, she's eager and hungry to learn. Um, and so sometimes when we're having those pivotal conversations during the day, if something crops up during the day, we'll almost pause the day and uh, we'll have an office-wide discussion at that time. You know, Darren, how would you handle this? Catherine, how would you handle this? And I think it's important then I'll add my two penneth worth in and, and you know, guide the conversation. And it's important, I think, to, to learn like that and learn with each other. Um, and whilst I agree, write it down, revisit it. If it's something that's, you know, quite pivotal to the day, um, there's no harm in just pausing the day and having that conversation between your key staff members. Um, and I think it's really important that everybody gets involved too, Stephen. Okay, guys, thanks for listening to EA Podcast uh, Kickstart 2019. Uh, we're enjoying giving you the tips and hopefully you're enjoying receiving them. But uh, if you'd like to have them straight into your inbox every day, head over to all the W's eapodcast.co.uk and hit the subscribe button and we'll make sure you get them at 7.30 every morning, ready for your journey into work from us to you. Thanks for listening and goodbye.